Welcome to Blunt Blowing Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, and this is a podcast about all things cannabis and parenthood. Yep, I'm a mom. I got two kids. I'm 31 years old, and I got a man. We've been together for over eight years, and I decided I'm going to do a podcast And I'm just going to talk all about weed and being a mom. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. Let's just get into it. Welcome to season two of Blunt Boy Mama podcast. Welcome to Blunt Boy Mama podcast. I'm Shanitria. I'm back. (laughs) Okay, guys. So here's the deal. I've decided that I'm going to start doing episodes where I'm updating you guys on my life, like really quick episodes on just like what's good in Blonde Blonde Mama's life. (laughs) I don't know what to call it. (laughs) Blonde Blonde Mama Diaries. Maybe that's what I'll call it. (laughs) Or Blonde Blonde Mama, Blonde Blonde Mama Confessions. I don't know. (laughs) And I, it is my hope to put out episodes like that where I'm basically Updating you guys on what's going on with me, what's good, what you can expect, what's happening, what am I working on? Sometimes it may seem like I'm being really quiet or that I'm pulling back or whatever, but it's actually I'm just working. I'm just grinding. I got my head down. I'm hustling. (laughs) I'm hustling. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I figured that maybe once or twice a month, I'll drop these episodes where I'm just giving you guys like a quick little update about what's happening with the churn, what's happening with me, what's happening with Bay, and what's good in the Blonde Blonde Mama neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> um, this is my first time doing it. I'm going to look back at this episode and probably laugh me like, bitch, why take you one minute and 38, 39, 40? <laughs> why does it take you so long to get to the point? <laughs> um. So hopefully you guys like it. Uh, and then I think on these episodes, I can also just uh, answer a question or two from you guys because my inbox is looking crazy, looking like a, like a, another Stoner Mail episode about to come on because uh, your bitch has a lot of messages, a lot of messages that she needs to answer. Uh, I'm only one person, guys. So I think I'll answer a question on this episode too because... You know, I need to get shit done. So what's happening? I am obsessed right now, you guys. And I just have to tell you, I'm obsessed with this face oil by, what's it called? What's the name of the brand? Kaskanu, Kaskanu, Kaskanu. It's a K-I-S-K-A-N-U. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. They have a cannabis face oil. So initially... I went to um, Kira Faye's Mama Stay event in LA, right? And in her gift, her little swag bag, she had the Kaskanu. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, CBD face oil. And I'm like, I'm not a face oil girl because my skin is naturally oily. So I kind of avoid oil on my face. Uh, well, something was like, girl, like I looked at, the, I glanced at the ingredients and I saw jojoba oil. Um, I saw like a couple other oils in there and I was just like, oh, I kind of fuck with these oils. All right. I think this might be. And so I smelled and I was like, okay, this smells pretty good. So I put just like a little drop on my palm of my hands, rubbed my hands together, like patted it on my skin. I was like, oh, this is very light. Fast forward a week later and I was like, oh my gosh, this shit is amazing. <laughs> 
my skin was feeling so good. So I got addicted and I was like, how do I find these people? Where are they? I told you could order online and order the CBD face oil, which is what I had in the swag bag from Kierfe for my mama saved it. However, I noticed that they had a cannabis face oil. That one has THC and CBD. And I was like, I want that one. As you guys know, it's not legal to ship anything with THC in it in the U.S. right now because cannabis is federally illegal. So if you want something with THC in it, you got to get it at the dispensary. Um, luckily, my local neighborhood dispensary, uh, LA Patient Caregivers, LAPCG, they had it in stock and they only had like two of the tiny bottles in stock. And so I bought some and I am feeling lit because I put that on my face. My face is like, thank you, bitch. So you guys just, it's like my newest obsession. It's just like, it does every, I don't, I don't know if there's research out there and I'm really hoping to get the founder and the creator of Kiskanu, <laughs> I'm saying right, of this face oil on the podcast because I'm so obsessed and I just want to know everything and all the things about cannabis in your beauty routine because I feel like it just makes sense right my skin like I think I had like a blemish or something on my cheek and I put some of this uh CBD face oil on it and it faded away I don't know how it did that but it faded away and I was just like good god cannabis is the truth (laughs) shit is everything like you need to eat it (laughs) put rub it on your skin smoke it vape it everything (laughs) cannabis is amazing so that's 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 a thing. And also I really wanted to just um check in with you guys and just say, you know, thank you so much for supporting me, for vibing with me. I really appreciate it. Y'all are so dope. I really want to do lots of things this year for Blonde Blonde Mama. I really want to provide you guys with more meetups. I the meetup at Runyon Canyon was so much fun and it, it was just good because I was able to get out of the house. Like I was able to get out of the house and I knew that I was going to work out that day and then do it with other moms, other women who also enjoy weed was just like the cherry on top of the cake. And so I, I need, I think we all need more of that, like just getting together, just like getting off our computers and meeting in real life. And even if you don't know, like I don't, I didn't know any of the women that I met, but now we're cool. It's like, okay, girls, when we doing this again, you know? So Definitely come out if uh, when I announce the next month when I'm meet up because it's just nice to just connect with another woman who gets it and who understands that cannabis is everything. <laughs> so definitely keep your eye out on that. I also just really wanted to say, you know, you guys that I... I'm like putting my mic down. So I'm like recording in my daughter's room. Well, I'm, I shouldn't even be telling you guys all this. Um, <laughs> but it's just been a really crazy time. I feel like in LA on account of like everything that's happened after the deaths of Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant and the families that were on board of that helicopter and the pilot and just, nine people on a helicopter and they all died and the shit was sad okay the shit was fucking sad and it's still sad here in LA because you can feel you know that this city is grieving and you know it's like really weird okay so I didn't I never really saw it for LA okay I'm gonna be real I never saw it for LA but now that this has happened I'm kind of like wow like I'm seeing another side to this city and I'm respecting this city so much more 
And it's really unfortunate, but sometimes it does take a tragedy to bring people together, to bring cities together, to really, to really see that, that patriotism that America is supposed to be all about, you know, that, and just the, what humanity should be all about, which is just loving each other and uplifting each other and caring about each other and loving each other and saying, I love you and being kind to each other. And those should be things we were doing anyways. But I think that this incident, you know, that, took the lives of these nine human souls it it's the wake-up call that we all need that nobody is im (laughs) nobody's immortal okay (laughs) we're all gonna die and it's a harsh reality and it makes you want to love harder and makes you want to stop making excuses and it makes you just want to get shit done so i'm really on that energy right now more than anything but it was really hard last week. Um, it was really, it's still kind of hard. Um, but the shitty part and the very real part about death is that the world doesn't stop spinning on its axis. The world doesn't stop at all because you're sad or because somebody died. And as a matter of fact, it keeps going. And so you gotta, you gotta keep going too. And move at whatever pace you would like, but just know that nobody's waiting for you. Isn't that kind of shitty though? I don't know. I discovered that when my grandma died years ago, I was in my early twenties at the time and it, it was very devastating for me. And I quickly learned that nobody else really, (laughs) like the whole world is still going. Like everything is going. The nothing it may feel like the world has stopped for you the person who's in grief but has not stopped and i find that as i'm getting older that cannabis is definitely you know a major key in helping kind of cope with things and deal with grief using cannabis for grief is something that is logical it makes sense it allows you cannabis allows you to kind of get in touch with those parts of yourself that you might need to to be vulnerable. You might need to really be introspective and cannabis can kind of help get you to that place where you're able to feel and and mourn and, and, and then move forward. Um, but it sucks. (laughs) It sucks. It really does. I'm smoking, you guys. I'm actually smoking out of my pipe. I'm not even smoking out of them. I'm not even smoking out of the bomb. Which is a totally mm, different vibe, but I'm still consuming. <laughs> just in the sound is sexy on the podcast uh but i'm smoking on gelinade which is a bomb ass strain that i got from lapcg and it's a it's a sativa it's definitely got that creative juice got that energy it definitely gets you going it's definitely a perfect daytime strain or just even if it's night and you just don't want to go to sleep, you want to stay up and get some shit done, smoke some gelinade, bitch. Smoke some gelinade. <laughs> so I'm really fucking with this strain right now. It's gelonade. So it's like G-E-L-O-N-A-D-E. And it's fire. I'm like obsessed with it right now. Like I've been smoking it every day since I got it. 
well, I just bought it yesterday, but <laughs> I smoked it a lot. I actually need to chill because I bought an eighth and like, I'm about to really go through that eighth in like three days and that's not cool. Also, I had told you guys in Blunt Blow Mama's Instagram stories, but I'm just repeating it here on the podcast because I am actually doing it. I'm saving all of my receipts from every trip that I make to the dispensary uh, for the entire month of February. And at the end of the month, I will add up all those receipts and let y'all know how much I spend on cannabis every month or in that month. So <laughs> I'm really kind of scared to see how much money I would we spend on cannabis in a month, but I also think I need to know because it can help me kind of sort out like budget wise. Like, okay, is that a reasonable amount we're spending? Are we spending too much? Are we not spending enough? Maybe we're not spending enough. <laughs> um, so they posted, I already made like my first two like trips to the dispensary. So we already got like a couple receipts. <laughs> And it's only like week one of February. So woo, the next 20 some days is going to be interesting <laughs> uh, to see how much we rack up at the. And, and, and honestly, all that may mean is that it's time for us to start growing like for real, for real. That's really where I want to go and what I want to where I want to be next in my cannabis journey is I want to start growing. It just we just smoke so fucking much weed like we smoke a lot of fun. when you smoke that much weed, you just need to be growing like so that you're not spending however much a month on weed. If you can, if you're just able to get your own little plant, you know, have your own little supply. <sighs> I'm just, I'm going to get there because when I, I, I want to start like practicing making like infused butter, like butter infused with cannabis and olive oil infused with cannabis and salad dressing and stuff like that so that I can start incorporating cannabis into my food more. And I think that like growing and, and cooking with cannabis, like all those things kind of go hand in hand. And it's just going to help me to live a healthier lifestyle is what I'm ultimately trying to move towards. I've actually noticed that um, since moving to LA, I've been eating a lot less meat. It's crazy. These vegan ass motherfuckers. (laughs) I still eat my Chick-fil-A though. I am from Georgia. Okay. I I literally grew up on Chick-fil-A. I like literally Chick-fil-A was served for breakfast and lunch in high school. Like you had the option of buying a chicken biscuit sandwich, like for breakfast from Chick-fil-A at my high school. And you also got chicken sandwiches for lunch if you brought the money to buy it. So like, I've literally been raised on Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't ever see myself stopping eating Chick-fil-A. I just can't. Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's. If you're from Atlanta, you know about Zaxby's. You know what I'm talking about. You ain't gonna never stop eating Zaxby's. <laughs> I love chicken. Um, but I don't eat it. I don't eat it as much. I really don't. I used to eat, like, going grocery shopping, right? And I'm cooking my dinner, like, I'd say I cook dinner, like, five nights out of the week, right? Out of those five nights, chicken was, like, on the menu probably three nights out of the week or two nights. Now, chicken is on the menu, like, maybe once every two weeks we eat chicken, you know? And, like, it's so, like... In a month, we'll maybe eat chicken like three or four or five times. And like half of those times, it's like Chick-fil-A <laughs> we're eating out. <laughs> but we don't eat um, 
we don't really eat chicken that much anymore. We definitely don't eat red meat. Like I don't really eat red meat. We don't eat pork at all in our house. So it's like, and there's so many vegan options that you can, or plant-based options that you can buy from the grocery store now. So we get like Beyond Meat um, burger patties and we make burgers at home with that. Or we'll take, I'll take the Beyond Meat burger um, patties and like crumble them up and like use it to make and use that to put, to be the meat in my um spaghetti and like do it that way we have like these vegan sausage patties that we eat for breakfast that our son loves oh my gosh Scott loves them so much he like <laughs> he goes in and yeah like so we have so many substitutes for meat that we eat in our home but that doesn't mean that we're vegan because I'm still like we also still eat lots of we, we've been eating a lot of fish I will say that. So we have been like heavy on the pescatarian-ish side. But, you know, if I see like if I want some ribs, like some beef ribs and a bitch is going to have some beef ribs. Like if I got a taste for, you know, a fried chicken breast, I'm going to have some fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? So but I think that the key that I'm just learning is that you don't have to totally cut something out of your life. Like you just have it in moderation. Like, yes, love chicken, eat chicken, you know, love sugar and all those things, but in moderation. And um, that's been helping me tremendously as far as like living healthier and looking healthier and feeling healthier. I just got to start working out. (laughs) Oh, it's a new month. It's a new chance and opportunity for me to get in shape. I really want to look good by Memorial Day, you guys. I got like five to 10 pounds I want to lose. And I think it's realistic I can lose it by Memorial Day. I guess I'm just really bugging. Like, I'm I'm just so focused on so many other things. Like, I'm trying to, like, make my skin look glowing and cute. I'm trying to, oh, my gosh, like, figure out my hair. <laughs> um, so you guys know that um, I think I mentioned this before on Blunt Boy Mama's Instagram page. But after I had... This always happens to me, though. After I had my daughter, I lost all my edges. I dealt with postpartum shedding. And um, after my son, I lost my edges again. (laughs) But they've definitely grown back. They're not as long as the rest of of my hair, obviously. But at least I'm not edgeless anymore, which is always great. Congratulations to me. But it was like really me taking care of my hair to the best of my abilities, but making sure that I was applying castor oil to my edges every single day and I would also dab that castor oil on my eyebrows and my eyelashes because castor oil makes your hair grow if you didn't know that now you know thank me later (laughs) but yeah that's been helping me a lot tremendously I don't even know how I got on that subject y'all I'm so high why am I talking about my edges Yeah, I don't even know what I was talking about. I'm going to be so max. I'm going to listen back to this and be like, you motherfucking stoner. <laughs> um, But yeah, you guys, I got some. I don't know what I was going to say. Wow. Wow. I just lost that whole train of thought. That's so unfortunate. <sighs> this is what happens. This is what happens when a stoner gets a podcast. This is what happens. <laughs> you know what fuck it i'm just gonna smoke some more weed maybe it'll come back to me you ever do that like you forget something while you smoke weed it's like let me just keep smoking weed and maybe it'll come back to me that although that has no logic now make no damn sense but like that's what you tell yourself so that's what i'm telling myself because that's what i'm about to do (laughs) 
I laid it really good. This is, whew, it's still burning. She did that. I love when I like light a bowl, like when you're smoking out a pipe, and that should still be hitting like 10 pulls later. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing more annoying than having to continually like light a bowl, light a bowl, light a bowl, light a bowl. If you could just light it one time. And then, and then afterwards it just keeps pulling. That's what's up. That's what you, that's the ideal smoke, smoke such situation. You know what I'm saying? What else? What else is happening, you guys? I'm still breastfeeding my baby. Sorry, I gotta drink some water. Mm. I'm still breastfeeding. It's going really well. (sighs) We are one year into breastfeeding. 11 months of me breastfeeding while consuming cannabis daily. And he is doing so good recently. Like two days ago, he just started saying thank you. He'll be like, thank you. Thank you. I'm just like, oh my gosh, is he saying thank you? (laughs) Smart. He's smart, y'all. He's running. He's walking, obviously. He's eating table food only. He does not even fuck with baby food anymore. Like that's an insult to his intelligence, to his belly, to his appetite. He only eats what we're eating. So like when I make a plate of food for me for dinner, I set aside food for him and make him like a little plate. Like he eats three solid meals a day. He will eat like whatever I'm eating for breakfast. So I'm having like pancakes and sausage. He has pancakes and sausage. If I'm having oatmeal, he's having oatmeal. Like, (laughs) and then he has his lunch and then he has dinner. And he has snacks in between, which is breastfeeding. So I'm just like, my baby is greedy and hungry as hell, but I love it. He's blessed <laughs> with an appetite and I love it. But his sister, picky, picky as hell, y'all. That's a whole nother episode, a picky eaters episode. That's what I need to be doing. Because if I told y'all the stuff, the shit that I have to go through to make sure that my firstborn child is fed, mm, y'all would just be like, wow, wow. <laughs> That's why I smoke weed, y'all. If you have a picky eater, then you know. And I'm like, you need to be smoking weed. Like, if you don't smoke weed you need, and you have a picky eater at home, you need to be smoking weed. Because that shit is it's stressful. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started on that shit. I feel like it's definitely my karma because I was a super duper picky eater as a kid. Jared is literally a human garbage disposal, so he does not understand why Zora is so picky and doesn't eat sometimes. And then he's just like, oh, that's a you thing. Like, she get that from you. I'm like, all right, cool. 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 So you gonna help me out or what? <laughs> you gonna help me? You gonna help her eat? <laughs> so it's really, it's really tough. We're actually trying to figure out ways to sneak um, 
stuff into her meals. She likes smoothies. So I think we're going to go to smoothies route and then start making the doctors like make popsicles and yogurt pops and stuff. So I'm thinking about doing that. Um, and yeah, just get creative and hopefully her taste buds will evolve through us like trying to do incorporate different little things into her diet. The funny part, well, not funny, but interesting. And I think kind of cool part about Zora is that, um, She's naturally a vegetarian, like naturally. Um, she doesn't eat meat at all. Like I'm, mm, I've seen her eat like fish maybe a couple times, but she's never tasted chicken. I don't think she's ever tasted a burger. No, she's never tasted a hot dog. She has no interest. Like she has no interest in meat naturally at all. And I think it's so fascinating. And so we don't force it on her because if she doesn't want to eat meat, then good, you know? But my concern is that she doesn't really like beans that much either. She kind of likes nuts. And so, you know, for the doctor, she's just like, you know, make sure she's getting the protein and uh, a lot of the fats that she needs to get that are often in meats and or, you know, beans or just some form of protein, you know, um, B12 and stuff. So she's just like, you know, let's try to get it let's if she doesn't eat meat that's fine if she does start to eat meat cool she's like but you know if she's going to be vegetarian there are a lot of kids who are vegetarians then just make sure that she's eating um beans or nuts and like getting what she needs in her diet that way and also taking a vitamin which she does take her vitamins daily um but it's still y'all it's hard y'all this little girl eat like five things period period pizza oatmeal cereal greek yogurt not just any yogurt greek yogurt (laughs) cliff bars spaghetti occasionally (laughs) occasionally she does like pop tarts she just recently started getting into um pancakes kind of and yeah but she loves fruit. She'll eat all the fruit she likes. She loves watermelon. She loves grapes. She likes mango. She likes blueberries. She sometimes will eat blackberries and raspberries sometimes. She likes strawberries. She likes... Um, so that's really good because, you know, you can get a lot of good things and nutrients from fruits. And she does eat veggies sometimes. Um, so... It's just the protein thing. It's like the concern, you know, like we just want you to be getting all your fats and your proteins, but uh, picky eater chronicles, yo. Anybody who has tips on how to deal with a picky eater, let me know. I'm, I want to know. I, but I think that, the, you know, what my doctor said was just like kind of being, you know, a little sneaky with it and hiding it in the foods, the different foods that she likes is going to be the best way. Um, to make it happen for now because we don't want her to have unhealthy relationships with food want to be supportive of her but we also want her to expand her palate right there's so many different types of foods out foods out there how will you know what you really like if you haven't even given yourself the opportunity to try it you know so we read green eggs and ham to her at least like three times a week (laughs) just to be like remember remember the try some try some and you may try some try some remember he tried the green eggs and ham and he liked it remember sam i am (laughs) yeah man picky eaters it's my life. And then my son eats everything. He's literally like a dump truck. So it's just like the, the, the two kids could not be any more different. And so I'm in my head like, okay, I want to start weaning soon. 
Um, but I also kind of want to lose five pounds. So and you guys know that breastfeeding definitely helps keep the pounds off. So, <laughs> so I really want to physically be where I want to be with around the time I decide to stop, start weaning, um, just because I need those extra calories to get me getting burned from the breastfeeding. I know that's like such a shallow thing to admit, but I'm just being real with y'all. Okay. Because like a girl needs all the help she can get, you know, I can't be going to a plastic surgeon and getting nipped and tucked. So I gotta, I gotta cheat, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) In some way. So breastfeeding is going to be the way. Okay. (laughs) Um, so yeah, but the whole, the hope is that by summer I have, I have my summer body and I feel good about myself and I look good and I, and I have like emotionally I'm where I want to be and I work wise, I am where I want to be. And then also I want to for real, for real have baby weaned off of me so that I can enjoy my life without being shackled down to my son, (laughs) basically. Um, So y'all pray for me. I hope it works out because y'all know that weaning is hard as hell. So it's like my hope that by summer I will have weaned baby off. I will have lost the weight I wanted to lose and that I will be feeling good and looking good or whatever. Be more of a routine. And, you know, if all the gods are shining down on me, then baby boy will also be potty trained by this summer. Like if he is potty trained and not being breastfed anymore and eating well, do you know how easy it is going to be to just drop them off for a weekend with one of their grandparents <laughs> while me and Jerry go away? That's like the goal right now is just to get the kids to be as independent as possible and as easy to take care of as possible. Make sure that we just want them to be as well-mannered <laughs> and independent as possible <laughs> so that taking care of them and watching them is a breeze. And they are, they really are great kids. I just want them to be like, I just don't, parents, like, Okay, you guys know I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get off. I'm going to stop talking. But grandparents, like our parents, they want to watch the kids, right? They want to. Like they, they, my mom was actually kind of like offended when she was here that we were going to try to get a babysitter. And she's like, I'll watch the kids. You know, you don't, you don't need a babysitter if I'm here. And it's just like, all right, cool. I could save that money anyways. <laughs> so you let your mom or, you know, whatever, your dad or your both your parents watch your kids, right? And then, like, at some point through whatever, you know, you, they're supposed to be watching the kids for, like, six hours or something. Let's say, like, four hours in, they, like, text you or call you, like, complaining. That's what my mom will do. And I'm just like, really? But then you just say you want to spend time with them and now you're talking about you're tired and the baby won't let you put them down and all this stuff. And it's just like, oh my goodness. Like, I can't even like, and it's something that if you had a babysitter, the babysitter would not do that. The babysitter would figure it out. The babysitter, your parents, no, they're going to be like, when you coming home? <laughs> Essentially. This is great and all, but your kids get on my damn nerves. Come get your babies. <laughs> Basically. So, and that's not fun because then you can't enjoy yourself. So. Sometimes it's just like, all right, well, let's just like, let's just like wait. Like sometimes you just have to, as a couple, you just have to realize that, all right, a lot of this date night romantic shit, we're just going to have to wait until the kids are a little bit older. Like 
and you may, and this doesn't mean that that stops completely, that date night stops, because it's just that you may not have them as often. And me and Jared, we don't have them as often anymore. Like, it's like months and months will go by before we have like another one. I say like once every quarter we have date nights, which we should get much better at that. And we will when the baby gets older. <laughs> it's really hard when you got two kids, yo. When you got two kids, man. I was watching something and um oh no, I was watching uh 73 questions uh that Vogue had with Cardi B and Cardi B was saying like what's something somebody never told you about being a mom that she wish you knew or something and she was just like that you'll always be late everywhere. And it's so fucking true. When you have kids, you will always be late. Unless you're waking up 10 hours in advance, you will always be fucking late. If you want your if you're trying to look good, and you want your kids to look good, and you want your man to look good, everybody to look good, it's going to take some time. If you put all that time into everybody's appearance, you're going to be late, period. Even five minutes, you're going to be late. You're going to be five minutes late. You're going to be five hours late. You're going to be fucking late. (laughs) And it's like, you kind of got to just like accept that. But I don't want to accept defeat that easily. Like I'll accept being like five minutes late, but we got to really stop the whole one hour, 45 minutes late thing. Like that's not, that's not what's up, but it's hard, man. It's like, they be trying so hard to stay in the house. Like you'd be like, don't you want to go outside? Don't you want to breathe fresh air? Don't you want to escape? <laughs> it's hard, man. Oh, guys, I don't want to end on that because that's just like a really somber <laughs> note to end things on. I would just say that, you know, I'm so happy that you guys are have been so supportive of this podcast and um and I'm so happy that so many moms have been able have not been able but um oh i'm high y'all <laughs> so many moms have been brave enough to come up on this podcast of, of her of mine and that you guys have been sharing your stories and been just open and honest about what cannabis has done for you and what it means to you as a woman and as a mom and i love it and i respect it and i'm just so happy that i can share my platform with you know, real ass moms of real who just have real ass stories to tell about what cannabis has done for them. And so I'm just forever grateful and thankful for you, you and you, all you mamas <laughs> and daddies, zaddies. I think that, you know, you guys are the shit. You're awesome. And keep on smoking weed. Okay. Keep on smoking. <laughs> weed every day every day every day (laughs) um yeah man I just I I'm so happy that I'm doing this podcast and that so many of you guys are listening it's crazy and that it's resonating and that you guys are sharing because it's just helpful and you know I just will end with saying I'm breastfeeding my son and he's doing fine and I'm smoking weed and I'm doing fine and everything is fine I smoke weed every day I smoke out of my bong I dab I'll have an edible like when I have my period like that's when I layer up my um consumption so like I will smoke out of the bong to get instant satisfaction from for like pain relief from my period and everything like all the weirdness that you feel when you're on your period like my body just feels like weird when I'm on my period and then I know that like you're high from smoking only lasts for like maybe one hour tops like after you smoke so it's just like that's that's like the instant satisfaction but 
as, as soon as I finish smoking, I'll go have an edible. Edibles usually take like one to two hours to take effect. So by the time the high has worn off from the bong, the edible was usually kicked in. And sometimes edibles don't really, they don't get me high or anything, but it's enough for when I'm on my period to make sure that I don't experience any cramps. And that's how you do it without taking any pills. Like we don't even have Tylenol or Aleve or anything like that in our house because we just use wheat. Like, duh, duh. (laughs) So yeah, man, that's just like, that's just how cannabis helps me. And that's how I've been using it every day. Um, since I came home from having the baby, like since like, no, not since I came home, I waited one month after I had my baby to, I was one month postpartum. He was one month old. And then I started smoking weed again and consuming daily, but like gradually built up. And now my tolerance is, woo. <laughs> yeah. Wait till I wean this baby off. I'm really going to be out here, but I'm getting there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I smoke weed every day. I never smoke weed and then like breastfeed him immediately afterwards. I don't do that. That's not cool. Um, I also, if I get too medicated, if I'm really stoned, I I never handle my baby. But I, I hardly ever put myself in that position anyways because I'm still breastfeeding and I have a baby like <laughs> that I have to hold and carry. Like that's a lot of, you know, I don't want to be too medicated where I can't fulfill my duties and responsibilities as a mother. Like that's not responsible. So I do support the consumption of cannabis by moms, but, you know, I always caveat it by saying like responsible consumption, you know, mindful um, consumption, going into it with intentions and using it to help you in ways that, you know, improve the overall, overall wellness of your life. That's what I support. That's what I advocate for. And that's what I stand for. And that's what I want to use this platform for with this podcast. And I'm just so thankful that you guys get it. You get it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all I got, guys. Um, Yeah. I'll start doing these two times a month, you know, just a little update, a little chit chat about what's going on. And um, yeah, that can help me stay connected with y'all and keep it real with y'all. And yeah, just stay tuned, man. I got some lot of stuff I want to roll out this spring and summer for you guys that I think you're going to love. And I just can't wait to announce it. I cannot wait. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, until uh, next time. Until the next episode. Hey, da 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 da. <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> All right, bye. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Blunt Boy Mama Podcast. This is season two. I am so happy to be bringing this to you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for you guys to hear next week's episode, which will be airing next Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) If you like what you're hearing, then you should definitely share this podcast with a friend, with a cousin, with a family member. (laughs) And if you really feel in it, you know, if you like it, then you should leave a review on it. (laughs) If you like it, then you should leave a review on it. on Apple Podcasts. That is where you are able to rate and review this podcast if you enjoy it. I would love that. Thank you in advance if you are 
which I know you are doing that. <laughs> also, follow Blunt Boy Mama on Instagram, follow Blunt Boy Mama on Twitter, follow BBM Clothing Line on Instagram, which is Blunt Boy Mama merch. That's where you can shop it, buy it, cop it, tag me in it, tag BBM Clothing Line in it and get featured on Blunt Boy Mama's page. Yeah. Check it out. You guys are already loving it, but I love it too. So like, of course you guys are going to love it. I would not be giving y'all something that's like shit. It's not shit. It's the shit. It's dope. Some dope ass merch. So you should definitely check it out. And you can also like Blunt Boy Mama on Facebook. You can become a Blunt Boy Mama patron by clicking the link at the top of the page on bluntboymama.com backslash podcast. Y'all, you know I'm high. <laughs> and once you do that, you'll see a link at the top of the page that says page that says click here to become a Blunt Boy Mama patron. And there you can sign up and for as little as $2 <laughs> and you can get up to three extra episodes of the podcast a month. You get shout outs here on the podcast. You will also get free merch. I mean, need I say more? You're able to communicate with me directly. Come on. So it's really, it's a good deal. And at the end of the day, you know that you're supporting a black woman's podcast, a black mom's podcast, and it means the world to me to have the support of the patrons that I do have. Thank you so much, you guys. And I appreciate all of you guys' support and everything and all the love and all the messages. I read them all. Um, so thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye.